Good morning. Morning. Well, kids. We made it. Looks like the storm has passed. Past us, but if you look at the thing, it's it's starting to hammer north of us. It's starting to. Is it know, actually hammering north of us? A little us, bit. Or yeah, is the yeah. news saying no, that no, well, it's I didn't, going to actually hammer? I didn't look at the news. I looked at the radar and where it is now. It's over, uh, like the starting to starting to hit the coast so good morning tammy good morning dan good morning alex say hello when you're here greet each other guys we're here so basically it's go ahead yeah so it's it's definitely uh um hey homie it's hey, it's now hitting the coast a little bit so listen the topic today is catastrophizing um i have to say that i tried not to watch the weather channel too much you didn't try very hard <laughs> At first, there's a couple yeah. people that actually uh, were, you know, in my news feed that I really trust that were like posting the updates and things like that. And so at first, we literally were bracing, right? right. Well, and I mean, look, we get the the challenge becomes it, it's what we do at the the prepping, right? Because some people, I mean, like if we got hit the way the Bahamas got hit, oh it would be God, very so different. Bad. So we're not yeah. making light of it. It's no. just how how people get into prep mode and then what do they do when they stay in it? Are they freaking out the whole time? Are they making it worse than it really is? And do we do that in other areas of life, I believe is what you're, you're speaking of. Well, I mean, basically when we, when we would look at the news, it was like, remember that, remember that one guy that was like, you're all going to die if it hits. You remember that guy that like, I was Shepard Smith. Yeah. Shepard yeah. Smith should have been fired. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Um, so, you know, it was just kind of like the threat, it could come. It's, it's the cone of uncertainty and all the memes that were going around about the cone of uncertainty was like, it'll be here by Thanksgiving. It'll be there by Christmas. Cause it was slow, slow, it was slow, so slow yeah. and God bless the Bahamas. Seriously. I mean that, if you've seen the pictures coming out of there, oh my God, that is just, that is really catastrophic. That is really terrible. And so that is a catastrophe that actually has happened. But then over here we have, I felt like the news was continuing, continuing to make it. Because no one would tune in if it was like, ah, we're sitting and waiting. Yeah, nobody would tune in. Like, oh, you know what? The winds are gone. Take your shutters down. You're fine. Like, it's over. It was still kind of like when I would look at the weather channel, it would say, you know, if this would have hit Florida. You know, if it was anticipating. Now, let's talk about how it hit the Bahamas and how it could have hit Florida. Now, if we look at the potential for the damage that it could have caused in Florida, I mean, it was on and on and over and over again about how bad it could have been if it would have been as bad as it could have been. And then I thought about that and I was like, I wonder in our own lives, how often do we narrowly escape something or ha are really fortunate to, to not have the big thing happen that we think is going to happen, but we live in the catastrophizing on the back end, on the beginning, before it happens or after it could have happened. Like if this happens, it's going to be the worst thing in the world and everything is going to go terrible and it's, or one thing happens in your life and you're like, everything sucks everything is terrible everything is ruined because yeah. one thing happened or we escape something on the other side and we live in that if that would have happened that would have been so bad and so terrible well and then uh, on the other thing when about how we cope with the the stress of what could or couldn't have happened and so forth is 
the memes you see about, you know, before the hurricane, after the hurricane snacks and how, you know, it was like four days of, of basically, you know, eating. For, yeah, essentially waiting and eating, <laughs> waiting and eating and, and I, then being stressed out, watching the, the news kind of going eating more. And right. then I don't know. I don't know if you have littles, but, but Ellie's off school for three days. Now you guys know I, being a momming, momming is one of my greatest pleasures and joys in my life. So are my clients. And so momming and clients don't add up, right? So it's mm. me like figuring out how am I going to serve my people while she's home? How can I get, get her? Cause you're flying out this morning. Mm -hmm. You're leaving. Um, you're going away to go speak at a uh, conference for cancer survivors mm -hmm. of a particular rare kind of cancer, which is amazing that you're doing that. Um, so, I don't know how many, how many Barbies you can play. I mean, that's what I'm starting to want. Like how, how, uh, and when I was a kid, I was like, well, I used to really love to do this. Right. Tammy said she's being evacuated. Yeah. So oh, Tammy, it's sending prayers for you. And it's, that's what I'm saying. If uh, I can't forget the phone, cause we're, we're on Instagram too. But, um, when I looked at the radar, it's like for, for all of Florida up until like yesterday or this morning, it was pretty much not hitting anything. We were just getting some winds and stuff, but now it's like it's over. Not the not the cone, not the not the the yeah. eye, but it is uh, the swaths of of energy are definitely now more over the coast, which is uh, which is bad for for those up there. Yeah. So we're praying for you. Yeah. So basically, we just really wanted to come on this morning and just talk about. Um, sending love to those of our friends who it's making their way to you now. I mean, we were really, really fortunate, uh, obviously. I mean, we were super lucky, but I think that my biggest thing now is, <laughs> you know, it's just bringing attention to the fact that we are so lucky, you know, not living in the, oh my God, it could have been devastating. It could have been, it's, it wasn't, thank God, let's go. And there's lots of people that are taking their unused things and tr trying to donate them. But again, you know, when you're in, find the right resource to do that, there are people that are posting that they have the resources to do that because there are certain things that they can't even take over there or, or not using. And so it's really important to get on, like, what do they actually need? What do they really want? And what's going to be the most beneficial? And nine times out of 10, it's actually just sending the funding you know, the, the, the financial resources so they can use it and appropriate it how they see fit over there. But, um, yeah. So it's interesting how these experiences bring out, you know, when you're under pressure, your mm -hmm. normal, what you're used to your old patterns show up. And if you are a person who does freak out easily or does stress out easily, that pressure cooker brings all that out. If you're someone who's like, man, whatever, you know, like that comes out and it's just a great opportunity to be aware of how do we deal with challenges in life when we're under pressure and where this is a unique situation in that we don't get hit with hurricanes all the time. It's definitely one that we know is going to come at some point if you're living on the East Coast or you know, Southeast. So you kind of and even or just any coastal area. And so you, you kind of know, okay, it's going to come and it's an opportunity to be aware of how do we show up? How do we handle the stress and where else does that show up? I mean, that's why we do, you know, Tony does a firewalk and why we do the, the stuff that we, you know, 
we do the arrow breaks of glass walks, the fire eating, all of that is because it creates some pressure that is somewhat unique, but our old patterns are going to show up. So just say, take this as an opportunity to also, if you're going to, you, you're going to experience it anyway, right? Like life is going to happen. These things, you can't change the path of the hurricane. We don't even know what the path of the hurricane is going to be. We can though be aware of and adjust how we show up. Don said, this is so funny. I had to tell you that I was born this way. I, sh I shared the born this way speech to my son. Thank you for that life lesson. I even crawled through the chair. If you guys, there's this, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's one of my favorite life lessons about being born this way or not born this way and can people change? And it's a video on somewhere called Wham. Wah. And if you, it's a really, it's a really good one. Um, maybe I'll do it for you guys sometime if you want again. I think you've done it on this live uh, before. Too. I probably have because it's <laughs> yeah. such a good life lesson. So I appreciate that, Don. Thank you. Um, and also, Don watched. Uh, he said he watched the Twisted Sister documentary, oh, which yeah. is uh, for those of you if um, you want to see kind of a documentary on whether or not you like Twisted Sister or all that. I mean, they play a lot of their music during it. Uh, it's the experience of Twisted Sisters rise to um, their first big hit, but it doesn't even cover the big hit. It covers what it took for them to get there. And the mindset, the philosophy, the certainty, the, the courage, the confidence that they needed to have to address how many times they were shut down, how many times they were told they sucked, how many times they were literally told, we will never, ever, ever sign you. You're the worst band ever. And other members of the record company told, if you bring this band to us, to me, the A&R guy, the president was like, I will fire you for bringing me this band again. And the just, it's such a great lesson on persistence and follow through and never giving up. So just wanted to remind So back you to the that. topic. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, hey, Debbie. Yes, we're safe. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Damien. So... Uh, you were talking about your running your old patterns whenever right. the storms come or catastrophes happen or the hurricanes in our life come and how we show up under duress is that unhealed wounding will show up. And the more healed we are, the more we're able to just be present in the moment and do whatever it is that we need to do and react accordingly, not, you know, be proactive and not reactive, you know, not reactive. And for me, I think when I look back at this whole experience and how do I fight any kind of unknown that's coming right what's my strategy and i'm thinking about that when you're talking like what's my strategy to combat that immense amount of pressure that could be coming ahead when there's this uncertainty the cone of uncertainty in our own lives because we all have that we have this huge cone of uncertainty and some of us more than others i don't know if my marriage is going to work out i don't know if this career choice is good for me i don't know if my business is going to be successful i don't know if my children are going to get it together i don't know if my spouse is going to heal from their addiction at least the people i work with are in a constant zone cone of uncertainty and so how i teach them how to handle that and how i've handled that in my own life is i really believe that the key to equipping yourself is knowledge I think the more you understand about a certain thing, the better off you're going to be. If you, what we fear is the unknown. And if we can make the unknown more knowable and gain some certainty that way, now you can't know everything. It's uncertainty, right? But you can equip yourself with as much knowledge as possible. It's like if you're with somebody and your cone of uncertainty is they're addicted and you don't know if they're going to be able to get well or not. Well, you read the research. 
you, you work like a lot of the clients that I work with come alongside and say, oh, educate me about addiction, educate me about relapse, educate me about recovery and what that's supposed to look like. So they're all very equipped. You know, if somebody's in their marriage and they're with a partner that's cheated on them and there's this big cone of uncertainty about letting them back into their lives, it's like, okay, well, then, then educate yourself. What's this person's nature? Is it their nature to behave this way or was it their nurture? That answers the question, can they change? And so if you equip yourself with knowledge and you also have to be careful where the heck you get it from. Because as we're equipping ourselves with knowledge about this impending hurricane, if we watch the Weather Channel, we're kind of screwed. Because even though you think that's the best source, it's really not because they're catastrophizing because that's the sensationalism that they want. So if you tell your friends about your cone of uncertainty and they're drama kings or queens, they're going to do what the Weather Channel does. Oh, if that happens, if he relapses again, that could be the worst thing in the world. If this doesn't work out, it could be terrifying for you. You don't. You don't need that in your own life. You need the real deal. Somebody's going to tell it to you kind of like it is. There's a couple of weather people that I've followed through that that, that did that, mm -hmm. right, that are really like just laying out the facts. And the, the thing is it's about also taking action in those moments, not just staying stuck in analysis and consistent, you know, kind of watching and educating, right? And that's the balance, right? You got to get an education and then do something with that knowledge, do something with that. Otherwise, you will freak the yeah, you just keep reanalyzing the analysis and so forth. You keep tuning in back into the same thing. And it's funny, we would tune in occasionally to the Weather Channel. And then and actually the exact same talk thing. about and actually say, okay, what's this really mean? Yeah, because it's like this, this, <laughs> and then this exact same. Yeah, was, I mean, they haven't said anything different. But what we did do is what everybody should have done and is, and we talk about this in our emotional hurricanes, is we put up the shutters. We went out and found batteries. We went and made sure we had gas in the cars. We made sure that we had enough snacks. <laughs> we did. We didn't eat them all. Somebody though, wrote a, a meme about, somebody sent me a text. One of my clients sent me something. Oh no, my clients, a friend of mine, sent me this hilarious picture of, of this food and it says if dorian doesn't get us diabetes will and it's right. a picture yeah. of her snack closet i don't know if that's hers if she actually made that <laughs> and i thought it was so yeah funny. but you know, so, friend, my girlfriend sent me that but, but that's really the point funny. is that we we have to take appropriate action and also you know be measuring those activities those actions right so we we looked at the you know yesterday you know, since I was going away, Heidi was like, okay, you know, this, we got to get some of the shutters down because yeah. I'm not living in that. <laughs> because yeah. we were like Sanford and son, we had this big playroom off the side of the house and we moved everything out of that playroom into this, into these rooms and upstairs. And there were like, yeah, because it's a, a sunroom that has, that has uh, it's, well, no, it's plexiglass, not, not full glass. Cause not it's hurt. like floor to ceiling yeah. and we didn't, so anyway, I was like, okay, well, I'm not living like this for a whole weekend without you after that hurricane being cooped up. Now I'm going to be cooped up with all these toys and the shutters too for the whole weekend. No. So daddy went out there. He got the shutters down where I needed him to get them down so that we can um, kind so, of go yeah, a little bit of go no, on with the show. Note to self, impact glass or accordion shutters is oh, the man, way to go. Please. Been, if we're going to live in Florida, which we are, we definitely have to. Yeah. Deb said, I was just thinking that every day could be a catastrophe. This came to me driving next to a truck who was all over the road. Every day that's not a catastrophe is a blessing. I realize I just have to do everything I can daily not to have a catastrophe. In my recovery, I have to daily prepare and self-care and therapy so that there is no catastrophe. 
you know, that's, that's the thing. It's like catastrophes don't happen overnight, do they? You know, um, even the ones that we think, oh, that came out of nowhere, there really are no surprises. There are things that we put blinders onto and that we pretend not to see or pretend not to notice. And that's a strategy that some people have, right? That they just, well, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. Then it happens and they go, I got blindsided. And right. that's really not how it works. We could see it coming. We can see it developing. You, yeah. And or like it was interesting, some people posting yesterday about how, you know, the, some people would sort of observe the shells being empty and everybody freaking out and getting water and getting all that. And some people are like, well, why? You know, you live in Hurricane Alley, you know, hurricanes can come. Why don't you already have that stuff? Why are you waiting to the last minute? And people in California are like, we live in, you know, earthquake land. We've got all the stuff we need. We've got a couple of weeks of water and food okay, and all California, that stuff. You're so no. progressive. <laughs> okay. No, but, We're but, so happy for you. You're prepared. But, but that's no, the but point yeah. is that, and to Deb's point and to Heidi's is that, you know, when you know that life is going to happen, you just, it, it behooves us to, have certain Behoof. things in place. That's a word you don't hear every day. Not every day. Behoove. To prepare, you know, but like for for most of us, for some of this stuff, some people do go nuts, but like, you know, we have, we usually have a stock of bottled water. We didn't have as much. So we went out and got some and Heidi's like, oh, maybe we should hold on to it. I'm like, well, we'll hold on to some, but we still drink it. Like, it's just a question of, are we always going to carry during the summer a little bit of extra? Um, you know, little things like getting gas and some extra food. Yeah, I mean. We didn't get a little extra food, guys. We got a lot of snacks. Okay. We're going to be in snacks for months. I mean, hopefully, right? Hopefully. That's <laughs> we, the plan. we did good this time. We didn't. Lord have mercy. Last All right. Time, well, listen, are you going to be able to do the live this week? Are you going to be able to do I don't know. I'm going to be three hours week? behind you. I'd be getting up at 3.30 to do it. Oh, guys, it might just be me. Oh. Sorry about that. I know you're definitely going to miss daddy. Daddy has to go on a business trip. Okay. So it's just going to be mommy for the next couple of days. I don't know why I'm talking like that. We could check in. But um, anyway, hope you have a great day. Uh, Tammy, be safe. Be careful. If you're in the line of fire up there, do what you need to do to take excellent care of yourself. And we're praying and hoping for you. And be careful where you get your news from who you're watching, who you're listening to, make sure that their job is not to catastrophize, to make it or sensationalize, make sure that their job is just to deliver the straight news. And um, we love you. And we'll, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Okay. Let me know what you want to talk about tomorrow morning. Okay. So I don't just sit on here and ramble. <laughs> All right. You never have that problem. Oh, I know. Okay. We love you for who you are and who you aren't. Bye guys. See you soon.